Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Charlie Stanford. Charlie is a professional MMA fighter and a professional boxer. I like having him on the show because he does follow both of the sports, you know, to at least the degree where he's competed professionally in them. And and I always find it very interesting to hear about the, the differences between those two sports. And Charlie's just a really a nice guy who... In the Cincinnati or Ohio or Kentucky area, everybody in the world of combat sports has known who Charlie is for a very long time. So I really appreciate him coming on the show. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guests. We have Charlie Stanford on the line with me. Charlie's a pro MMA fighter, a pro boxer, heck of a resource for the Kelly Patrick Show. Charlie, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good, bro. How you doing? Doing very well. Really appreciate you coming on. Give the listeners of the show an update as to what you've been up to lately. And also, I think you're a good guy for me to get some insight into the world of combat sports, whether it's boxing or MMA. It seems like you always follow uh, everything pretty closely, in particular boxing, which I'm so intrigued by. But what have you been up to lately, Charlie? What's the update for, for, for you? Just staying on the grind, just training, uh, trying to get ready for uh, – uh, Try. I was getting ready for a fight, but it got canceled. But uh, been talking to my coach, we're we looking for another fight uh, right now. Okay, and you say another fight. Is that an MMA fight or a boxing match? Uh, it's most likely boxing, but for some reason I've been wanting to go back to MMA. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it could be either or for real. Whatever pop up first, I think I'm going to take it. 
Charlie, how old are you? I'm 36, about to be 37. Yeah, I'm okay. getting too old for this game. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying that. You know, there's always examples of guys like, hell, Bernard Hopkins is a good one, right? Right, right. Randy Couture. Randy Couture is a good one. Uh, Teixeira won a title not that long ago. He was pretty oh, old. Yeah, Teixeira, yeah. Yeah, Teixeira. Um, who, who do you model yourself after? Not many people. I guess Chris Lytle was a good one. He did pro boxing and pro MMA. But who's a good comparison yeah. for, for yourself? Uh, that did both sports? Uh, sure. Not many, uh, is there? It ain't, I don't know. I don't think it's that many. Uh, trying to think. That did both. Ah, only one I really know that really did both was, uh, it wasn't boxing, it was kickboxing, but Alistair. True. Alistair did both. True. Yep. Our, our, did Krokop do both? I think Krokop did both too. Oh, he certainly did. Yeah, there's a lot that have done the kickboxing and the M MMA, but at that highest of levels, you're right. Those are some of the good ones. Alistair Overeem. Um, you know, style bender, of course. Yeah, Israel. Uh, what's the other dude that just that beat him before? Pereira. Alex Perea. Yeah, Perea. See, si. yeah. Um, definitely. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm super intrigued with your career. Your, your backstory is always interesting to me. You're always active. You train a lot. Uh, tell our listeners who do you train with when it comes to MMA in the Cincinnati area, and then who do you train with mostly when it comes to boxing. Uh, so when I'm competing in MMA, I train at, uh, my home gym, uh, drive MMA and it's Evan Samad and Taylor and, uh, Dustin Smith. Uh, who else got over here? I got so many people. Of course, um, Wegman. Yeah. Scott, our head coach, Chris Helm. Um, we got so many guys that's over here for real, but those, are, those are the main, the main guys that fight all the time. So. Um, but in my boxing, I used, I'm here, I'm at drive still when I'm doing my boxing and I'm at Rob Reffer's gym in Cincinnati. Okay. And I'm looking at your, your box rack in front of me. I show that you are yeah. seven and four as a professional, uh -huh. correct? Yes, sir. And you've been kind of an open book with me in the past. I remember you shared some insight into the world of the paydays comparing MMA to boxing. I, I, right. I find it to be a, a very intriguing topic, actually, because depending on who you talk to, some people will say the money's in boxing. And then some people make the argument, Charlie, that, that, that yeah, Floyd Mayweather and Canelo Alvarez and Tyson Fury – those guys make a lot of money, but that makes up for like less than, way less than 1% of the active fighters. In right, MMA, right. they argue the paydays are more spread out. Which side of that debate do you fall on? Which, which pays better, MMA or boxing? Uh, to, me, to me, I feel like boxing pays a lot more. Uh, but I can see the side of – I can see both sides. It depends um, – like, some of the MMA guys, they might have, like, good sponsors or something. Okay. So they might get paid off of sponsors or they sell a bunch of tickets. They can get they can get um, a lot of money off of sponsors and tickets. But as far as, like, like paid to, like, show up and fight, it's not really that much. You know what I mean? It's got to be, like, unless you're, like, in Bellator or the UFC, it's not that much. But you can make 
a decent amount of money with sponsors and ticket sales and stuff like that. But it just depends who you ask. To me, I, I made a lot more money in boxing than I did in MMA, but that's just me. It depends. Some people, some people in MMA can make that much. Some can't, but in boxing, I made way more money than I did in MMA. You last fought a professional fight. It was March of this year, so just a few few months ago. That was in, where is that, West Virginia? Is that right? Uh-huh. Do you, um, I'm so intrigued with the economics of, of everything. Do you mind sharing about what your payday was or purse or anything like that? Uh, I, made, I made most of my money off that fight and uh, my tickets I sold. Uh, and some sponsors because that that fight was headlined by my uh, my manager, you know. So where he has to pay, so he has to pay the person to come fight me. So I make my money off the ticket sales mm. and sponsors. Now, if I was like when I fought at ESPN, they paid me to come there, so I made a lot more money going to ESPN. Okay, but boxing boxing is different, but. That's pretty much the breakdown. If you're on the B side, that's when you're making the money. If you're on the A side, usually you're making money off her uh, tickets or um, sponsors, if that makes sense. Sure. How many times have you been on the, the, the B side? Just once? Um, let see. You're referring to that one fight against Evan Holyfield, I think, right? Yeah, I was on the B side then. When I fought in Detroit, I was on the B side. Um I fought my 160 belt. I was on the B side. So, I don't know, probably like six times, I think, maybe. As a pro? Six times, I think. Yeah, as a pro, I think like six times. Okay. So, it's interesting to me because, like I said, even today I recorded an episode earlier today promoting LFA is going to have uh-huh. a, a MMA event in Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, not tomorrow, but the following Friday, that's June 16th, and I was asking the CE- right. CEO, I told him on air that boxing's a bigger a bigger industry, and there's more money in boxing than MMA, and and he he disagreed with me. He described to me that they, they spread it out a little bit more in MMA, but that there is um, more people making more money in MMA, yeah. when, especially when you remove, you know, Floyd and, and even guys like Spence and Crawford. Of course, those are big paydays, but those are very few fights. Right, right. I, I, think, I think on the MMA side, I think it's starting to catch up, um, you know, because I feel like boxing been around a long time, so they had this little format. That's why they had so many marketing and uh, sponsors and stuff in there, but I think MMA is starting to catch up now. I feel like they're starting to catch up now. From the events that I go to now, I feel like they're starting to catch up. Um, so the pay, yeah, the pay could be like that, but that's LFA too. That ain't like a, they like a, you know, a big one. <laughs> sure. Uh, Charlie, what is going on in the world of pro boxing right now? What stories are you intrigued with, or is there anything that intrigues you right now? Are you, you buying into the Spence and Crawford hype? What did you think of Davis versus Garcia? What are your takeaways on the main storylines right now in the world of professional boxing? Um, I did watch the uh, Garcia and uh, Tank fight. feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I knew, I feel like Tank was going to win anyway. But then 
when it started to say like he had like a spine there, that was like I thought that was kind of lame, but uh, hey, I mean it is what it is. Whatever it gets you an advantage, I guess. But uh, you say when he had think, that that rehydration clause thing, is that what you mean? Nah, not that. Where so apparently uh, Garcia got hurt in uh, practice. Oh, or in his okay. uh, his training camp, he got hurt to the to the body. I guess like a bruised rib or something like that. And Tank was doing the interview, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, he been hurt to the body. And then it was like, some, one of the interviewers was like, um, in the fight, he was like, nah, 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 in the fight, go ask him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so everybody was wondering what he was talking about. And then it came out at the press conference that uh, Garcia was hurt. He had hurt his his rib right before the fight. So, yeah, but other than that. I knew Tank was going to win, but I feel like he had like a – or somebody told him, I don't know how that worked. But that was the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way about that fight. He already knew that he was hurt, so you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, what about the heavyweight division? Is anything in the heavyweight division intriguing to you right now? Are you looking forward to, uh, you know, who Usyk is going to fight next or Joshua or Wilder? Or what about Fury? What's going on in the heavyweight division? I I I really want to see uh, Fury and Uzik fight, but I don't know. There might be a difference. I heard uh, Francis was trying to fight one of them. That'd be interesting. I think he might lose, but he'll I make think a. That'd be interesting. He'll definitely get a payday. Yeah, he for sure, hundred percent. He'll get a payday, but I don't know. It's 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 the the same thing I had to learn. It's so much different, like MMA boxing and. and and just regular boxing is so much different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's not the same. So, if I was Francis, I would do, like, I don't know, maybe a smaller fight. And then, after he get after he realized, like, you know, the stuff he needs to work on with that smaller fight, then he'll take the big fight. If he just goes straight to the big fight, I think he might get hurt. Not hurt, but he definitely might. He definitely going to lose. If it's Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury in a boxing match, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely going to lose. <laughs> um, but, like, like we said, you know, if he's going to get paid, and who knows? You never know what those celebrity matches will turn into. I mean, you can make some, right. make some damn money. I mean, look, Nate Diaz is probably getting ready to – I mean, let's be real. Is he going to get the best payday of his career when he fights Jake Paul? I feel like he is. And I feel like he got a chance to win. He 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 a good boxer. <laughs> I feel like Nate got a chance to win. Yeah, I think uh, you know Nate. Maybe sometimes the video that we see of him boxing, hitting the pads or the bag or shadow boxing, doesn't always look like the best boxing for for you know actual boxing. But yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of work over the years with Andre Ward. So I mean. He's right. He's done a lot of sparring, and I, I agree with you. I think there's a, a good chance that he he could beat Jake Paul and and more power. I gotta I I gotta admit Jake Paul's annoying as hell, but I do appreciate his hustle, and he's getting these guys paid so much, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I think I think Jake Paul is. I want to say a. I, I, okay, I think Jake Paul is decent. Like, he knows the fundamentals of boxing. 
I mean, he got those coaches over there. Oh, what's that? What's that guy's name? Love Jay Jay Lee. I love. He got Jay Lee. I love that. He he was a championship boxer. He had uh, titles in boxing, and he got a few other guys over there. So he got like the right resources to help him. And he he's not bad. He's actually pretty decent, but I don't know. He better than what I thought he was going to be. I'll put it that way. Did you agree with his the 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 way that the the judges scored his fight against Tommy Fury? Yeah, he, he lost that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he definitely lost that one. I, I thought Tommy I thought Tommy won too. Okay. And you know what's interesting is I then heard Andre Ward made a statement and said he would even be open to possibly fighting Jake Paul at some point. I think I think everybody just ends up lining up and saying, Yeah, I want to get paid ten million dollars. For basically like Did a, Andre Ward say that? I, 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 read a, I read something where he basically, because he retired on the top of, you know, at the top of his game. And right. he said that he'd be open to doing something like that if necessary, you know, if it, if it comes up. So, I mean, I, I think we could see Andre Ward get involved in all that. And, and like I always say, you know, I can't, I can't blame anybody for, for doing that. They're getting paid. And I think right. it's good for the sport, as painful as it yeah. may be in the meantime. Right, right. It definitely, he definitely bring an ass to boxing. Agreed. Substantively, Spence and Crawford might be one of the biggest fights we've seen in a long time. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. We've been waiting for that for years. I've been waiting for that fight for years. I'm so happy they're actually about to fight now. They need to fight. I think, actually, I think it's because of Jake Paul that all these big fights are happening now. Mm. Because they see Jake Paul making all this money and stuff. So they like, well, if he make it, we might as well do something. So they got all these now they got all these big fights. They had Tank and Davis. I mean Tank and uh Garcia. And then they had uh uh who did uh Lomo just fight? Dang. He fought. Oh, he Devin just fought Haney. Haney. Yeah. He what did you? Devin what did you? Yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. I should ask you about that fight. Actually, <laughs> I, I don't want to switch topics know. yet. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did watch it, but I, I I don't know. I felt like I felt like Lomo won too, but I don't know. He Lomo is a slow starter, so he could. I don't know how many rounds he gave up. That's the thing. He started. He started. He started off slow, but. Then he started working it, but by that time, he probably was already down so many rounds already in the judges' eyes. I don't know. I don't know how they were scoring that one, but I felt like he won, but he is a slow starter. It could have been that, too. Yeah, yeah. I went back and rewatched that fight, and I, I did think Loma, I, I did score it for relatively close fight, but I did have Loma winning um, the yeah. fight. But, but Haney did win, I think, three or four rounds pretty early so i mean it, it's still no matter which way you you look at it it was a close fight so both fighters yeah. you know they they both kind of hopefully benefit from it do you think loma is going to retire nah i don't think he'll retire i don't think he i don't think he will retire i think he's going to keep fighting and i think haney probably fights shakur stevenson wow yeah Who? which would probably be bad for haney but i think I think that'd be his next fight. You think Shakur. you think Shakur Stevenson may beat him? Yeah. I nope. think yeah. Shakur is good. I think he know how to box and fight, so 
Yeah, I think he, I see him winning that fight. Okay, then what happens if, when Shakur Stevenson hopefully ends up fighting against Tank? Who wins there? Yeah, that, oh, that'd be hard because I love both of them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be a good one, though. That'd be a, a, a money fight, too. Oh, yeah, that's kind of where, you know, where the whole thing is at is is uh, that division has turned into kind of the money division, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's stacked. <laughs> okay. Um, so looking over the rankings here, I'm trying to bring up the, the rankings as far as, you know, who's the best in the whole world and that type of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, men's pound for pound ranking. According to ESPN, which you never know which list is best, it has Terrence Crawford, number one, NUA, uh, uh, number two. So that's a junior featherweight, real light guy. We don't hear about as much. But basically, he mm-hmm. fights in Japan a lot. And he has, a, okay. up, he has an upcoming, upcoming, upcoming fight against an American, July 25th. Um, Stephen Fulton is an undefeated American. Let me see here. Let me... I'm not the most well-versed on this, this weight class, but it is a guy from uh-huh. Philadelphia. Stephen Fulton is 21-0, and 0, and he's getting a chance Ooh. against Inouye. So that's a, 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 you know, a, a, a big matchup for, yeah, it is. for him, and that will be in Japan. It seems that that's where Inouye fights all his fights, but as far as Americans who are possibly going to make a splash, Stephen Fulton is a name that we could be familiar with at some point soon. Um, mm-hmm. ESPN then has Usyk in at number three. What do you think Usyk's? What do you think of Usyk? How great is he? Uh, I, I like him. I think I think people um, don't give him too much credit, but I think he's I think he's a great fighter. So I, I don't think he could be Tyson Fury, but I think he's a great fighter. Okay, and definitely a historic uh, fighter. You know, of course, you're familiar with the the uh, Holyfield family. And yeah. when it comes to, you know, cruiserweight to move up to heavyweight, there's a short, a very short list for the all-time greats. And I think that's pretty much, the, it's those two. Uh, right. So that, that's kind of where the conversation pretty much starts and ends for that specific uh, uh, department. Number four, according to ESPN, is Errol Spence Jr. Of course, we spoke of him mm-hmm. earlier. Who do you think is going to win, Spence or Crawford? Uh... If it come if it comes to a dog fight, I feel that maybe Spence might win. Oh wow! But okay. If it just come like straight to boxing, I think Terrence Crawford will win. All right. Um, and then number five listed is Saul Canelo Alvarez. What are your thoughts on Canelo? I love Canelo. <laughs> I love I love Canelo. What do you love about him? That's. I mean, just. He's he's just not scared to take chances. I I like that. And then what do you think, what do you mean by that is he fought Floyd Mayweather when he was only twenty three uh-huh. years old. A lot of people probably said Canelo, this is a bad fight for you right now. He still did it, and then he fought Bivol. He moved up in weight and fought Bivol, who's a fucking stud. And Canelo was right. like, yeah, I lost. Okay, yeah, big deal. I, that was out of my weight class. Who's next? Uh, let me see. Is he is. I heard. I'm not sure, but I heard that he he was uh it was rumors of him fighting uh, Triple G again. Oh damn! Okay. Maybe. What do you think I of those think... fights? What do you think of those fights? Who won? Did Canelo get the uh, the big money uh, advantage, and, and and Triple G kind of got fucked over in, in any of those fights? I think Canelo definitely won a second fight. 
Okay. The first one, I don't, I'm not really sure, but the second one, he definitely won. He okay. definitely won the second one. So maybe we'll get to see a, a third and final, uh, you know, a, a close to, to that fight. Um, of course, the first one was a draw. So, I mean, that, yeah, you know, that that's a... I, I don't mind a draw on occasion. I, I What do you think of draws in boxing? I feel like that should be like a immediate rematch if you have a draw. Okay. It's not settled yet. Okay. To me. You don't see it happen as much in MMA, do you? Uh, not really. Not as much. And not, not as much because usually they go off for the take. If you, they go off for the takedowns in MMA, so... It's not really that many. It's not that many draws in there, but mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the most draws that come are when they are like stand up fights, you know. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I it's... think that's I think that's when the draws start happening. But if it's if it's like wrestling included, usually never no draws like that. Usually. Okay, um, number six on the pound for pound rankings is none other than Dimitri Bivol. <laughs> what, yeah. what are your thoughts on him? He's ranked uh, one spot behind Canelo. Do you agree with that ranking? Nah, he might. He should probably be in front of Canelo. He beat him. Yeah, he should. I guess he should be in front of Canelo. It's only totally fair. He he beat him. Yeah. No, I watched a uh, YouTube like miniature documentary about Dimitri Bivol, and man, I don't know if you've sat and watched a bunch of his footage, Charlie, but uh-huh. he is a really smooth, technical, just makes it look so damn easy type counterpuncher, right. and just, I don't know how to describe it, but man, that guy's really good at boxing. Where, where was that documentary on? I forget what it was. It was I think it was somewhere on YouTube. I'll have to see. But mm-hmm. man, if you watch Dimitri Bivol, I don't know something about a real good boxer with uh, you know counter punching ability right. and and right. and that type of thing is just beautiful to watch. And and there it is. It's called a genius in the ring. Mm-hmm. Dimitri Bivol style breakdown. And it's by Boxing Life. It's a 14-minute and 36-second video. But, man, he is a, a very fundamentally sound boxer. Okay, I'll have to check that out. And then number seven is Tyson Fury. What are your thoughts on Tyson Fury? Does he rank as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time? Uh, I believe so. He uh, He's still undefeated. Yep. <laughs> he's still undefeated. And, uh, I mean, Deontay was one of the best. Mm-hmm. And he knocked him out. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like he's the, the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time for him. Okay. He just moves, he moves different. He moves like a, like a light fighter. And that's crazy because he's so, he's so big. Mm-hmm. Also, he dethroned the Klitschkos. I think sometimes people yeah. forget that. And I think it was 2015, Tyson Fury is the first person to beat Vladimir Klitschko. Of course, Anthony Joshua came in and knocked him out after, but Tyson Fury uh-huh. Tyson Fury is the guy who ended the, the Klitschko reign over the heavyweight division. Right. Uh, I forgot about that, but you're right. He, did, he definitely did that. Yeah, that has to be considered one of his crowning. But I agree that the Wilder uh, fights, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what Wilder does against even you know, Joshua or Ruiz or something. But if he can beat some of those guys or Usyk, 
If if Wilder, yeah. I, I like Wilder. I actually have seen Wilder's. I think Fury's better, but I I've seen his um, the way he moves with a lot of his, uh-huh. his work, and he's actually turned into like a real good boxer. I'm not I'm not even bullshitting. He's like good good head yeah. movement and stuff. Uh, Deontay Wilder's really progressed. You fought on the same card as him, didn't you? Yeah, when he fought um, Luis Ortiz. Oh shit, Luis Ortiz. My wife's from Cuba. Did you, did you interact with either of those guys? Uh, no. They had them in a different. Sure. They had them in a a different room than where we was at. Okay. After way is they had them in a different room, so I didn't really see them. But we got free tickets to the fights after I fought, so we got to watch the we got to watch them fight um up there on the top of the stadium. Okay, so in your opinion, Fury deserves to be mentioned in maybe a top 10 conversation of the heavyweight division? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Number eight on this list is Arthur Beterbiev. Are you familiar with him? I am not. I don't think I've seen him. If you get a chance, he's someone in the light heavyweight division, so 175, that if you get a chance Uh to watch... Watch some of this guy's highlights. That's a good one, too. Because if we could see him against uh, Bivol. Yeah. So it says Arthur Biterev. He was born in Russia, but it now says he identifies as being Canadian. But he has won okay. every single one of his fights, I think, by knockout, I believe. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> yes. Dang. All of his professional fights. So 19-0. and 0, He is... He is 38 years old, so he's pretty old. But a matchup mm-hmm. between him and Bivol is something that is that they're looking for. Number nine is Devin Haney. We talked about Haney a little bit. What type of potential? Because mm-hmm. Haney's now sitting at 30 and 0. Do you think he's yeah. he's going to have some big paydays in the future? What do you think of Haney? Is he going to be a big star? Yeah, he could be a big. I feel like he could be a big star. He he got to get that Shakur Stevenson fight out the way though, mm-hmm. for sure. Number ten is sure enough Shakur Stevenson so at some point e? yeah so at some point maybe we'll see those two right now ESPN has Haney ranked above Stevenson admittedly Haney's win over Loma uh although it was controversial it's a pretty big that's a big win so I guess Shakur doesn't yeah. really have anything like that under his belt yet he uh yeah I think the the big win that Shakur has is uh over uh can't think of the army dude's name he's actually from Ohio can't think of his name though I'll have it here for you in uh, just a moment. Um, what is it? Jamal Herring. There we go. Is. Jamal Herring. There, there it is. Yep. Yeah, Jamal Herring. Yep. Yeah, him. Okay. So that was the, the win for, for Shakur thus far. Man, I saw some video of Shakur Stevenson sparring with the Cuban guy, Yugas, recently. Uh-huh. And he was fucking Yugas up. And Yugas is pretty good. Yeah, he is. I actually met Shakur Stevenson uh, when I fought in Atlanta. Did you? Okay. See, yeah, we were walking to the uh, pre-weigh-ins to check our weight, and he was coming down. He actually, uh, he is funny. He's funny. <laughs> he real funny. Who Who's your favorite boxer currently? Uh, my favorite. Let's see. Ooh. I got. I like a lot, but my favorite. Mm. This is so many that I like. Okay, what about what about historically? Do you have a favorite all-time boxer? Mike Tyson. Oh shit! Okay, Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's my favorite. 
Okay. Uh, what about MMA fighters, favorite of all time or, or even currently? Uh, my favorite all time is um, Rashad Evans. He's the reason I started fighting. Oh, okay. Rashad Evans. Yeah. How did and that then, happen? Why, why is he the reason you started fighting? I just, I just like the way he was moving during the fights. And I just wanted to be like Rashad Evans. <laughs> okay. Well, Charlie, yeah, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Any upcoming events you'd like to plug or anyone you'd like to, to uh, mention before we wrap up the episode? Um, I don't have any fights yet scheduled, but just be looking out because I should be having some soon. But uh, I want to thank my, my teammates and then my, my team, driving me and my head coach, uh, Scott Wegman. And my boxing coach, Rod Redford, and all my fans that help, all my fans that come out to the fights, I want to thank them and thank you for having me on today. Um, and that's about it. I think that's about it. Yes, sir. Well, Charlie Stanford, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me.